living in a world that's all by design, it's up to us to break the chains of tyranny to become we, the ungovernable. You are listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. I'd like to take a moment to welcome aboard a new sponsor of the Renegades Rant Podcast, Hard Lux All-American Apparel, bringing you veteran and American-owned products and businesses. Keith is taking pride in offering you a diverse range of top-quality branded merchandise designed by and for veterans and American military supporters. He's got great companies he's working with, such as Nine Line, K-Bar Soap Company, Blackout Coffee, Till Valhalla Project, Duke Cannon, Warfighters.com, and Inert Mugs. Please go check out his site, hardluxallamerican.com. Now, go on the site, purchase you something, because this will help out a veteran. The proceeds go toward veterans. So, thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast, and please support our veterans. At this time, I want to take a moment to thank my official sponsor, Inert Mugs. They have just launched their newest product, a 20-ounce tumbler inspired by the Heliborn Laser Fire and Forget Missile, better known as the Hellfire. Originally designed to defeat tanks and armor, the Hellfire has gathered fame as the go-to weapon for precision strikes against the worst of the worst. This design fully captures the beauty and ferocity of the Hellfire, and Inner Mugs have incorporated a few hidden surprises into the design. So head over to innermugs.com and pick up yours today. And just for you, the listeners, use the promo code RR1776 and take 20% off your order. With the holidays around the corner, consider picking up a few extras as gifts. And remember, orders over $100 ship for free. It's innermugs.com. All the flair without the pop. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today's another great show and another amazing guest. He's been on the show several times, and I like to welcome him back onto the show. Welcome back, Harley Jackson. I How you doing, brother? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm good. How about yourself? How's uh, things down in Texas? Uh, well, um, I actually moved out of Texas. That's what a lot of people don't know. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, yeah. I moved out of Texas. Um, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, uh, landscape is changing there. Uh, of course, um, I, with the, uh, mass migration that we have in our country, uh, as well as, um, you know, a lot of people from blue states are moving into Texas, uh, because their states, uh, suck. And, um, so they're moving there be, so they have more opportunities. Um, and the, you can definitely see the changing in the landscape in Texas. Um, it's also just getting, uh, ridiculous to, to live there. The taxes are going through the roof. Um, you know, I, uh, it raised my house payment in eight years, um, about $700 just for taxes and insurance. Damn. Um, you know, and a lot of people when they, yeah, a lot of people, you know, when they, you know, with the, um, with the taxes going up like that, the insurance going up like that, it's, it's, you know, it's, I feel like I'm in California or, or New York, you know, it's just, you see that same pattern starting. 
And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we live in a very greedy society. So um, when the uh, people that, you know, uh, sell mortgages and houses and everybody involved and people that rent out places, you know, they just get greedy and they keep raising the rent and, uh, you know, pushing people out and because uh, they know somebody else will come in right behind them. So unfortunately, we just live in a world of, of greed, I feel like. So what state did you end up moving to? Well, I'm not going to disclose that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, definitely don't want to disclose that. Um, okay. And, and it's, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, I feel like we're, we're approaching a, a very uh, dangerous time, so I don't want to give out my location. <laughs> yeah. I completely understand. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, all these uh, California, New York, and Illinois, they're, everybody's migrating to all the great red states, and they're going to completely destroy them. Yeah, because the, the interesting thing is, and I talked to, you know, I had a couple of them move on my, uh, on my street, and I just got into conversations with them just to, you know, introduce myself and so forth. And um, – even after leaving where they were because of the way things are turning out there, um, you know, I still asked them. I said, are you going to are you going to vote for the Democrat Party this time or are you going to change it? And oh, no, I'll still vote Democrat. As I, it just that just blew me away. So uh, but anyway, um, that's that's very light in comparison to uh, to what things are going on. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, this country is going to be completely destroyed with that ideology. They just don't get it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it comes down to, I mean, we all know about this, right? We all know about the, the, the TVs and the TV shows and the music and the, and the you know, just the brainwashing, the victim mentality and, you know, poor you and you should be given everything. It's just, it's just you know, it's, it's insane to uh, wake up. And to really be awakened fully and see what's going on, because it's, uh, you know, the best way I can say it's like being trapped inside of a, a box and you can see every. Uh, I understand why you don't want to disclose it, because, you know, just everything that's going on around the world right now and all the the doxing, just the, the bullshit that goes on on applications and the people just, you know, you think they're on your side, then they're not. Man, it's it's really you know this this whole thing has opened my eyes up to to, um, I get uh, you know not I'm not saying just who people really are because people always have been who they really are but, um, <clears throat> you know it seems like with TikTok or it's, it doesn't matter what what platform they're on um, people are are doing this for likes shares and popularity. Um, you know, and I really don't give a shit about whether somebody likes me or not. I don't I don't do this for popularity. I do this because I'm hoping that I jar somebody's, you know, thoughts enough that it triggers them to, to think and then research. You know, I put a post up uh, last night, I believe it was. And then somebody's like, well, you know, it's about the bus in, in Arkansas. Right. So this bus. <laughs> Uh, goes to Arkansas and it's going through Wachita Mountains, which I've driven through a few times in the last few months. And, um, <laughs> you know, you don't really go down dirt roads, right? Because those, those mountain roads are, uh, they either uh, belong to somebody uh, and, and, and you probably won't make it out of there alive or they are 
you know, to campgrounds, which are right directly off the paved road. I mean, they're not very far off, just within, you know, a few hundred feet. And so this bus carrying uh, all men uh, goes down there, goes down a dirt road and gets stuck. And, uh, George, you know, Georgie had made a, a post about it. And I said, hey, well, this is even more interesting. They had a flood there in 2010 that killed like 20 people. You can't camp overnight there. It's been, you know, they just recently reopened some of it. It had been closed for years, um, but some of it is still closed. And these guys are wearing rain parkas. They have gallon jugs. I just thought that was interesting, right? I'm not saying one way or the other. It just seemed suspect, right? And then somebody's like, oh, do you have a tag number? Do you have this? Do you have that? And I'm like, no, let me go get it and put it on a silver platter. And I responded like that, kind of being a smart ass, because I'm just like, you know, you can search too. You know, I'm not, I'm not a genius by any stretch. So, um, so I, I, you know, I get all that and then I make a video and I'm like, here, let me put it on a silver platter for you. And, you know, people are like, well, you don't have to be rude about it. You don't have, and I'm like, what, what's happened to people, man? I, I mean, the, the softness of this country is scaring me more than what's coming. Yeah, just the idiocy of the, the people. I mean, just they expect you to serve it up to them. It's like you can you got a phone in your hand. You can easily go on Google or Crave or one of these search engines and do the research yourself. But they want them, want everybody to do it for them for them and just hand it to them. And, and that's the I think that's the most craziest part. of. It. And then somebody made the comment. Well, if, if people haven't been researching like you have then they, maybe they don't know how to do it. Like, it, it just, it, it's like people just quit. People just quit, you know? And so, so kind of jumping back to what I was saying was, it, it's, it's just really blown me away that we have, both my dogs are trying to get in my room. They're like, what the hell are you doing in there? <laughs> um, so it's just, it's just really blown me away uh, that people have gotten so embedded in this app of, um, or, or other apps. It doesn't really matter which one, but it, it's all about popularity. And I've even had some people that I've talked to in the past that, you know, I don't really want to get into it because it'll, it'll, it'll just probably spark up something else, but people act like they really know who you are. People really act like they know about you, you know, and it's like, you don't know shit about me. Nothing. You, you see me on an app spitting some shit out, but you don't know me at all, you know? And then I think the other side of it, which is really interesting, is how brave people are <laughs> on the app, uh, but not in real life. You know what I mean? They can yeah. talk a they can talk a mound of crap to you on an app with, of course, no picture and uh, all that crap. But anyway, I, I've seen this a lot, and 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 I've only experienced it one time, you know. But a lot of people on this app have experienced it many, many times, and and I just don't understand. It's probably because I don't really talk to. Uh, hardly anybody on this app um, uh, is probably why I don't have those issues, but um, it, it's scary. I, and let me tell you why I think it's scary because right now we should be, we should be uniting with each other. The lack of unity is mind blowing to me. Um, you know, it's like if I said, Hey, <laughs> renegade, somebody's going to come rob your house, you know, it may not be next week, may not be the week after. It might be a month, but they're coming. You know, what would you do? You'd prepare. You'd, 
you 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 figure out all the, you know you you come up you be putting booby traps you be doing all kinds of things right right and, and and it's like the whole world is showing us where this is heading i mean we 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 now have this this holy war uh, as as netanyahu said uh yesterday i believe it was there's a time for peace and there's a time for war and his comment was it is time for war Okay, that should be pretty alarming to people. But of course, you read the comments under this particular post and it's, you know, that's right. It's biblical and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I've, I've got some things I'm probably going to I'm probably going to make some upsetting statements in this in this podcast. So I'm just gonna, but I'm going to say it anyway, because, you know, I really don't care. <laughs> you know? This is why I love having you. on my show. <laughs> You know, so they talk about biblical. Okay, well. The, the, the Bible's been rewritten 85,000 times. Uh, the standard King James Version was, he also wrote a book about Satan right before he did the, the Bible. And every, and, and, am I saying the Bible is fake? Absolutely not. Do I know that there's truth in that? Absolutely. Do I think it's all correct? No, <laughs> I don't, right? I, I don't believe in a God that's going to, to to make people suffer in order to get to him. I just don't I don't understand that concept. You know, you have to be persecuted. You have to be held up in front of society and ha- and hung or beaten or what. Like, this is insanity. Right. And then everybody's like, revelations is here. You know, how long have I just have a real simple question about that. How long have they been using revelations? Revelation, I should say. Um, I mean, I, 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 I talk to older people that are 90. They're saying, man, I've been hearing this shit my whole life. It, 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 to me, it seems almost like a scare tactic. You know, it's almost like, and then, isn't it weird how it's all coming together, how they wrote it? Now, is that biblical? Or did they map this shit out and put it and, and work their way into it? Because we all know that there's thousands and thousands of, of, of uh, transcriptions in the Vatican, but we're not allowed to see them because we're just nobody. And you have 66 books in our Bible, 45 books, or, or, you know, 45 in the, uh, and I'm mixing this up, so don't hold me to it, but, you know, in, in the um, Book of Mormon, and you have, 87 in the in uh, the Quran, and I, those numbers aren't right, but you get my drift, right? There's, yeah, yeah. There's di- how is that? Because religion was created for division, and I, and I know that's going to piss people off, and I don't care because that's why you're pissed off because you're divided. Yeah, and that's to me. The, I always said that the Bible was created as a tool to keep. The masses under control. Absolutely, you know, uh, the 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 Romans and the people before them, they all wrote the same scriptures. Yes, to keep people under control because they had no way to keep civilization under control at that time. Absolutely. So I absolutely one hundred percent agree, and of course I've pissed a whole lot of people off because that's why the way I think of the Bible, and I'm not saying the Bible is completely false. I think there are some things in the Bible that are probably true to what happened back in those days. 
But you have to take in consideration, why are we finding out about all these new civilizations that are 12, 15, 200,000 years before the Bible? Right. And they're trying to take away a lot of these archaeologists and all these scientists that are discovering these old civilizations and trying to shut them down. Well, it just, it, it yeah, just makes I, sense I, to me. It, it does. And I mean, how can you explain that? Away? And, and, and here's why I think it really truly is. This, this is what I really think the problem is. Is almost every, I mean, I mean, let's just, let, let's look at some facts first, because you got to put some facts in there, because otherwise people just say, oh, that's not true. Okay. You know, basically seven out of 10, I bet it's closer to eight out of 10 of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. We, we have an 80% obesity rate in this country, which is, which is looked down upon to say that because to be big is beautiful, which is. No, to be big is to be unhealthy, period. And three out of, what is it? I, I don't remember the numbers. One out of three people have diabetes or, or one out of four. Yeah, I think it's one out of three. One out of three. Virtually every 80% of the population is popping some pill. You know, so you have to ask yourself, well, what does that mean? And then you got that. And then don't get me started. We're, we're literally being poisoned with the air, the food, and the water. Now, I, it's crazy. That's, that to me is like you'd be sitting in your kitchen and you'd, you'd be watching your, your wife on the camera put some poison in your coffee and her bring it to you and you just drink it anyway. Right? You're like, well, what can I do? And it, she poisons your, your food at night when she cooks your dinner. You just eat it anyway and you're like, well, what the hell am I going to do? You know, it's just. So you have this population that is just beat down, unhealthy, and they're scared to death. And you should be, because if you're not physically fit to, to, to fight and the fight's coming to you, well, then guess what you know? You know your, your ass is grass, right? Yeah. So they're looking for a savior. And, you know, the craziest thing about Christ is uh, Jesus and, and, and all this religion stuff is you're God conscious. You are God. God is in you. And man, when you say that to a oh boy, people flip their shit, right? <laughs> yep. You are not God, right? Because they're they're they're, they're you know, I, I just like this. You know, I think about I was talking about this the either today or yesterday. The Ten Commandments. If you just live by them, how how bad could this world be if you just live by the Ten Commandments? <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. you know, how how bad could it be? You know, but there's always buts, right? So thou shall not kill. It doesn't say thou shall not kill unless somebody breaks into your house, unless somebody pulls a knife on you, unless it doesn't. It says thou shall not kill. And then that's what religion does is they drive that home. You can't turn the other cheek, you know, and it's like turn the other cheek. Like, like what the hell are you talking about? If somebody comes up to me and punches me, you want me to offer them my other cheek? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Because I'm going to preserve myself because, um, you know, God conscious. You are God. You protect yourself. You don't let evil come at you. So anyway, um, that really got me. That kind of spins into what I was going to talk about was this whole Israel thing. I, I thought after COVID, 
right? I thought after the trickery, the deception, the deceit, the years of uncovering and still uncovering the insanity of all the lies and the backdoor deals and the, all this stuff, I thought, man, okay, we're getting smarter, right? And then this war pops off. Now, to my understanding, and again, I, I, I'm just a simple person. I've done as much research as I can after with the time allotted that I have. Uh, but to my understanding, this attack that happened on October 7th was supposed to happen later in the month on a much grander scale with more terrorist organizations involved in it. So there was supposed to be ISIS, Hamas, and, and whatever, whatever other groups are out there, right? So they were supposed to conduct a much larger uh, attack on Israel, but uh, Hamas jumped the gun because they wanted the they basically they wanted the glory. This is what I've is what I've heard and, and researched. So right out of the gate, when this happened, I, I was I was my very first millisecond thought was how the hell did that happen with that border that was the first thing i thought now i didn't know i didn't know hardly anything about the palestinians and the israel and the conflict and all the stuff and now i know a lot probably enough to be dangerous but <laughs> i don't know everything <laughs> right but i did know this i knew that that gaza border is the most as we are told, doesn't mean it's true, but it is the most high-tech secure border in the entire world. Correct. Right. Now, that's what we've been told. That doesn't necessarily mean it's true, but that's at least what I was, uh, I've always been told. So I immediately said, well, how in the world would they do that? So I started thinking, holy crap, did they get a hold of some fighter jets? Did they get, you know, that's where my head starts spinning, right? Did they get... And then, you know, I start researching and they're like, no, nah, they just drove some trucks across the border, blew up the fence and paraglided in. And then I was like, what the, what the heck? That makes, that doesn't make any sense. Like they, they, they will, I, I've seen now, I've seen Israelis, uh, IDF that have served former have said that when a dog or an animal gets close to the fence, once it reaches a certain distance, they shoot it. So, so nobody got shot coming across. I was like, I, I was starting, then my head starts spinning. I start really researching. And then I find out they had seven hours, seven hours before the IDF responded. Another red flag. Do you know how long it takes to get a, an attack helicopter from a base to the Gaza border? Less than five minutes. So how, so immediately I'm like, okay, now how in that world did Hamas run around Israel for seven hours brutally murdering women, children, elderly, disabled, men, snatching families, driving them across the border? And, and let me be very clear, I do not have a side in this war because it ain't mine yet. Yet, it's coming. But my, my point is, is, everything about this made zero sense. Then I find out IDF was called off of border <laughs> security. 
they were they were called back to the base. Does that make any sense? Everybody left the fucking border. And then some of the IDF got murdered in their racks while they were sleeping. Like everything just started stinking about this, right? And then as I'm watching this thing progress, things start clicking for me, right? Israel comes out and now they have a reason to wipe out Gaza. As we now know, they have taken bits and pieces of, of uh, Gaza over the years. And, and Netanyahu, two days, I don't even know if I say his name right, but two days before that this, 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 this thing happened, he holds up a map and, and shows that basically Gaza becomes Israel. It's gone. Now, so I started doing some research. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, what the heck's going on in God? Because, again, I knew nothing about the Palestinians. I knew nothing. You know, I don't really know anything about that. So I started doing some research and I find out, well, who, who when did Israel get created? Like 68, something like that? 68? Uh, actually, they started in 48. 48, 48. Thank you. So I started doing some research. It's created in 1948. I'm like, whoa, that's weird. All right. So that's weird. So God has, so Israel is God's land. And I guess the Palestinians apparently stole it thousands of years ago. I, that, that is the story you get. And then I yeah. find out, well, who, who, what, what foundation helped funded the building of Israel? The Rockefeller Foundation. Well, that's interesting. I mean, that's a stand-up dude and family, right? Um, so then I'm learning about this Gaza thing. And, and basically, Gaza is surrounded by the Mediterranean Sea, Israel, and a little bitty sliver down somewhere with Egypt. And then I start looking, and, 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 and as it's gotten smaller over time, the population in there has gotten bigger, right? These, right. these, 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 these guys are making babies because there's nothing to do. So you, you, I guess they're just making babies. And over half, like literally half the population inside that, that, that city, I guess you call it, is over 50% is children of the age of thir 13 or 14 and under, right? And then, and then I start, and then I, and then I, you know, and then they come out and they're like, we're about to jack, we're about to jack Gaza up. And I'm like, oh Lord, what's going on? You know, like, okay, so is that, what does that mean? Well, then they just start bombing it. And, you, you know, in, in, in war, for those who don't know, um, you have to be targeted. You have to be targeting certain things. You can't just start launching bombs into, 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 into other countries, even in an act of war, right? There's international laws that are set up for wartime. Isn't that funny? We even got laws for war. All right. Mm -hmm. So you got laws for war and you cannot bomb innocent civilians that don't have anything to do with it. You cannot do that. And you have to provide humanitarian aid to the places that you're tearing up so that people can get the necessities of food and water and medical treatment. That is, that is a, that is a international law. So let me be very clear. It's a law that's set up by all countries to follow. Right. And here's Israel saying, yeah, fuck that. We don't care. And I'm like, what? And then, and then people are cheering that on. So you're saying, which it completely was, 
wrong for Hamas to come in there and do that to the women, the children, the elderly, the disabled in Israel. There's no way that's acceptable, which it's not. But then you're turning around saying that Israel has every right to do the exact same thing to Palestine. Yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, you go back to, like you said, back to 1948 with the, uh, it was the Balfour Declaration. Yep. Which was the agreement between the U.S., Great Britain, Israel, and Palestine, which basically sold that land to the Rothschilds and the Bank of London. That's where the, that all fucking started right there. And yep. Yep. It's provoked every time you start to see Lebanon or Palestine or Jordan, Syria. They start to pop off about it. Then what do they do? They allow Netanyahu or Sharon or whoever the prime minister is at the time to just shell the shit out of basically civilians in those in those countries. And they allow it to happen. I, so to my understanding, too, I believe it's been four different times they they really hit Gaza, and then each time it's shrunken. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. And then the other thing that's really mind-blowing about this is if you research, uh, which most people don't, um, before they came and took Israel, because they took it, right? They took that shit. All right. So before they did that, and I forgot what its name was before that, but there were Palestinians... Jews, Christians, all living on that land with zero problems. No problems whatsoever until the Western culture got there. 100%. Now, I'm going to say this, too, because I, I, know, I know a lot of people, you know, it's crazy, too, because a lot of people are already flipping their crap based on some of the stuff we've said. They won't even go look it up. They're just going to lose their shit. But, and the proof of it is there because we're seeing, right? We're seeing it's being reported. So once again, if that's true, if we're not being hoodwinked, if we're not watching CGI, <laughs> then what we're being told is they're bombing Baptist hospitals in Gaza, right? Uh, right. Catholic hospital, India hospitals. So, so how could all of those things be in there if that population is all against any other religion than Muslim or any other person than a Muslim? How is that possible? How would it be possible to have a Baptist hospital and how would they have not torn it down themselves? Correct. They, 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 they bombed baptist christian churches over there how would that how would that exist if those 2.3 million people inside that little you know air prison if they if they weren't if they weren't accepting of of another religion so again thank you for saying thank you for saying that air prison i've said that a couple times and i've had my head torn off about that Oh, I know. That's just, that blows me it, away. People freak out. and They're like, we're free. And I'm like, really? I mean, they're trapped completely by Israel. Their food, their water, their gasoline, everything that's imported into that city goes through Israel first. 
Correct. So I don't know. That would feel like a big giant prison yard to me, right? Yeah. Um, now, you know, not exactly prison. No, they're not. But anyway, again, I think a lot of people's attacks on this stuff is, is ignorance, right? It's because they don't know shit and they just want to form an opinion of their own. And then they're going to attack anybody that doesn't. Because that's what we do now. We, we don't we don't sit and have healthy conversations and 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 listen to what the other person says so that we can gain knowledge and, and then go back and research it ourselves and see if that person's right or we don't do that anymore. We form an opinion immediately, which that's also kind of the danger of this app. Um, you know, I tend to try to when I put something out, if I ever find out it's fake or if somebody can prove to me it's not legit. I will take a post. I had a post once, I think it was at 900,000 views and somebody gave me the information that proved the post to be wrong and I deleted it. And so because it wasn't right and, and, and somebody else gave me the information to know it was wrong. So I think it's really interesting that now that we're at this point, now all of a sudden this, this, I don't know if you can say this on Spotify, so I'm not going to say it. Nah, you know, okay. The, the Nazi thing's coming back up, you know, mm -hmm. and, and you're either with Israel or you're, or you're a Nazi. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I, like, first of all, I don't live in Israel or, or Gaza. I'm not Palestinian or Israeli. Um, so I don't have to be anything. I, I I'm me. I'm an American. I'm, I'm, I'm my own person, but now all of a sudden you're getting this label. Well, isn't that interesting? Did we experience that? Not to, Oh, you're either a mask wearer or you're trying to kill my family, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, you're, you either respect my six feet or you're trying to kill my family or get the shot or you're a science denier. I mean, this is, this was all set up for this. This was all, this is a progression, right? If you just if you just sit back and look at everything, you can see the progression of how this is taking place. As I call it, the great the great conditioning. Absolutely, that nails it a hundred percent. Because, man, I'm telling you, people are they're losing their minds over this. And then, of course, here comes the. This is biblical. I can't believe you're not on the side of God. I'm like, whoa. So you think God is for one group of people for wiping out another group of people and then having cheerleaders around the world for one side or the other? Like, I, I think this whole thing is horseshit. Like, I think what Hamas has did is disgusting. I think what, what uh, Israel is doing is disgusting. You know, when, when, when you have a war, you know who did. I mean, if you know Hamas did it, man, this is OK. My head's spinning. So let me let me put it this way. Israel is supposed to be, again, as we're told, if this is true, is one of the most uh, one of the best intelligence units in the world. And then they got a kick ass military. Right. Correct. And then, and then you got these these Hamas people that are that are using you know slinky rockets out of out of a you know water pipe, and and, and and you're telling me that Israel cannot go after them and 
target specifically Hamas? I don't. I just don't really. I don't really buy that. No. You got people I, that are trapped, and you completely surround them. So you know their every move. You record it. It's on video. You know who's doing what. But you have to just blanket bomb areas. And then, and then here's my here's my favorite one. Well, they warned them. <laughs> I, dude, I was like, okay, so let me ask you a question. So if somebody bombs all the roads around your house and screws those up and you can't travel on them, you can't get your car, and they drain all your gas away, you don't have any gas, you don't have any electricity, you don't have any running water, and they tell you know, 20,000 people in this one section, you got an hour to get out. Now, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not an engineer. I'm not a rocket scientist. But that just tells me that uh, that's not enough time. I don't think that's no. enough time. And if you, if you, you know, if you, again, if you watch something like, let's go back to uh, when we had our, um, uh, exit of Afghanistan with our brilliant administration um, that killed 13 of our service members. Um, did you see how fast that city gridlocked? It was like within eight minutes, the whole city gridlocked and here comes ISIS running around just shooting fish in a barrel. Yep. You know, so, uh, but anyway, my, my, my point being is, all of this is disgusting. It is, it is, in my opinion, it is not biblical. I believe they wrote it this way so that we would perceive it this way. So that we would all sit on our ass while our ass is about to be grass and not do anything. Um, because like you said earlier, you said, well, we're finding civilizations that happened 12 and 15,000 years before the Bible. Nothing new under the sun, right? There's nothing new under the sun. Civilizations are born and destroyed over and over because man is the most ignorant species of all. Because we haven't figured out that you nobody wins in war. Yes, there is a winner, and the winner writes the story until the next war, until the next war, until the next war, until the next war. We're the only species on earth that will that will make a mistake that hurts us and then turn around and do it again. One hundred percent. You know, every every animal species, when it does something that causes them pain or distress, it doesn't do it again. But boy, not us, not us. Well, I mean, well, I mean, just look at the history of the United States. How many we've been here for two hundred and fifty years, mm -hmm. and how many of those years have we've been actively at war? Almost every single year. Uh, so I was <clears throat> told the other day. Again, I didn't research it, but I'm pretty sure it's accurate. That in um, the entire existence of the United States, we have not been at war actively for only 16 years. That's about what I know. Yep. 14 or 16. I can't remember exactly. 
I believe it was 16 and, you know, miraculously under Trump, we had four years of no war. Yeah. So 25% of the peace in this country came from Trump. Now, we won't go down that. We'll save that maybe for another one. But anyway, so, so, but my point is, I, I think really honestly too, is we had a really good run with Trump and I'm just going to say this and then I'll leave that because we'll, we'll jump off on another rabbit hole. It almost feels like we were, we were boosted up. We were propped up we were having a great economy. People were opening businesses. People were happy. Things were going good <clears throat> because that way, when they yanked the rug out from underneath us during COVID, it just hit us that much harder. Yep. Think about how many people have lost their jobs, their homes, their businesses, their family due to suicide, COVID, uh, you know, the, the, the ventilators, the, you know, I can't say some stuff, <laughs> I know. but anyway, so you think about the catastrophic losses and then the mental ass whooping that we've taken over the last three years. And then when this thing popped off, the amount of hate that I'm seeing out of people is just absolutely disgusting. You, you, you are hating someone's opinion and thoughts because they don't see the same thing you see. You're calling for complete annihilation of 2.3 million people. You are cheering it on. Now, so that got me spinning into another thing, right? I wanted to start doing some research about Jewish people. Now, I want to be very clear here before I open this can of worms. <laughs> there are bad people in every religion, race, gender. I don't care what you say. So when I say this and I say Jewish people or Palestinian people, I am not referring to the shit bags of those. I'm talking about the rest of the people, right? So I started doing some research. And you know what's really crazy to me is, you ever heard of the term 8200? I would like to take a moment to talk about my official sponsor of the Renegades Rant podcast. That's trinot.com backslash sinmen, C-I-N-M-I-N. Now, this is Cindy Davis, and she is a representative for Trinot. And please go check out her website and check out her shop because she has a lot of amazing products. These are for both men and women, and these are products you can trust. Now, they have products such as Enrich. This is a fan favorite that's specially formulated to support the body's microbiome and encourage healthy digestion. Also, check out Nourish. Uh, look after your gut, microbiota, and your skin will flourish. This is a GOS prebiotic meal replacement to help improve gut health and nutrition. Also improves gut skin access and increases beauty benefits on the skin. So please, if you would, go check out Cindy Davis and trinot.com backslash sinmen. Now, if you need to get a hold of her, you can also email her at sinmen03 at gmail.com. You can also find her in my link tree in my bio. Thank you. 
Okay. So basically, it's a it's a, it's an investigative unit, uh, like a clandestine service for Israel. Do you know that Google has ninety nine of X clandestine, eighty two hundred people working within their ranks of high ranking people? No, that's interesting. It's on there. They're in Bing. They're in Microsoft. They're in the government. Janet Yellen, she Jewish? Yeah, that's right. She is in charge of our money. So what's interesting to me as I start digging is we have a population that was on the verge of extinction, right? Uh, that somehow, after the verge of extinction, has come back and they own the media, they own the music. And I was in the music business for a few years. And every time you got to the record label and you got to the, you're going to use this person to handle your media accounts. You're going to use this person to do your recording. You're going to use this. They were, I'm going to say 90% Jewish. And the, and the producers and the media content and all that, they were their nieces, nephews, cousins. Um, and, and this isn't, this is just, I'm just pointing something out, right? So, right. so that, really, that really makes me wonder. I'm like, well, how did a group of people that were on the verge of extinction come back to get land? And then somehow they've been able to um, – what's the right word? Somehow they've been able to gain these very high-level positions in society that control everything. I, I, I believe Larry Fink uh, of uh, BlackRock is Jewish. Uh I mean, it just it when I when I started looking this up, it is mind blowing how many people that run the Fortune 100 companies, 200 companies in government. Um, I believe a lot of us saw the, uh, and I think I posted it that had, um, I believe uh, I don't remember the number, 38 or 48 of our senators, Congress people that have dual citizenship to Israel. Yep. I mean, so so what am I saying? I'm I'm just saying that should that should make us sit back and go, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. Now, you know, and, and it comes down honestly, let's let's just be frank. It comes down to money, right? And when you got money and you got power, which what's the power? Well, it's said, I'm not sure if it's true, but it's said that the 8200 collected all the stuff on politicians and people in power, and then they used it for blackmail to hire them, to sell them their companies, to do what they want them to do in politics, or they'll expose them. See, we thought Jeffrey Epstein was the one doing that. Now, he was just part of the, the moving piece, if this is true. 
right? Uh, Correct. Who was that that I heard say you could buy a politician for ten grand? Mm-hmm. And and the reason that because because I mean we have to sit here and honestly think. I mean, with what is all going on, the unsettling of the entire freaking globe. How in the world can our Congress and and, and people sit there and watch this happen? Because they're all and man. I need, I need everybody in the back row to hear this. Every freaking one of them, Jim, Jordan, Matt, Gates, all of them are compromised. Because you can't get into that realm. Why? Because we've learned that they've been cheating <laughs> with the computers, Right. This it's Correct. all it's all been it's all you ain't you know George Carlin tried to tried to tell us all good old boy network you and I ain't in it and we ain't getting in it you don't become nope. a billionaire in this country in this country unless they let you because ninety percent of the wealth is held by one percent of the population in America just listen to that let it sink in you three birds. You think you're so free in this world that nine out of $10 of every $10 in this country belongs to one in 10 people. That's 100%. The government, after a third transaction, I earn my dollar. I come to your business, give you my dollar for your product. You pay your employee with that dollar. By the time the third person touches that dollar, the government's gotten 67 cents out of that dollar. Now, how in the world do we think we're free if that's the case? You can go hunting wherever you want. Nope, got to have a license. You can go fishing wherever you want. Nope, got to have a license. You can get married to whoever you want. Yep, as long as you get a license. You can drive it if you get a license. How is it that we we are in an open air prison? Ours is just a little bit nicer. You can live on this land. It's all yours until you don't pay your taxes. Like people need to really wake the hell up because none of us are free. Now, do we get to live nicer in our prison system (laughs) than a convict? Absolutely. Does that change the fact that we're in a prison, an open air prison? Absolutely not. When you get in trouble in this country, right? When they can, when they say, let me rephrase that. When you get charged with something in this country, are you innocent until proven guilty? Absolutely not. not. And you never have been. See, I have the the fortitude of getting my ass in trouble when I was younger. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, you know, the crazy thing was every time I screwed up, it was my fault. It wasn't somebody else's fault. It wasn't because of my upbringing. It wasn't because, I mean, I could blame that stuff. But the choice was made by myself, right? And there was a couple of, there was one specific time that I I could have got out of it because they, they actually couldn't prove it. After I had paid my lawyer $15,000 right? and they said, I could, he said, I, I can get this whole thing dropped. 
But the interesting thing was, I knew I, I knew I did it. So I said, I'll tell you what, ask them if I can, if I, you know, if I cave in, if you know, if they'll lighten up on the deal. He's like, are you, are you crazy? And I said, no, I'm not. And he's like, there's no way I'm not doing that. And I'm like, why? Because he was worried about his point system of wins, right? And so anyway, long story short is I, I did and I got probation and, and served my time, you know, served my probation. We, we have we have entered into this time where nobody is responsible for their actions. And yet we want to enforce everybody's beliefs on everybody. There's no individualism. People are all just brainwashed following some group that told them to do it. And nobody wants to take responsibility. That's a very dangerous combination. Because when you have no accountability and you have no direction and you have no end goal other than utter destruction, well, then that's the only place it goes. And that's the path that we're on. And sitting here cheering on a country to completely annihilate an entire city of men, women, children, elderly, it, 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 is, it is rocking my boat. Because the outcome of that, we're starting to see, right? We're seeing all these pro-Palestinian marches. I'm sure you saw the attack on the Russian airport. Yeah. Um, they were holding people, making them give them their passports, looking into their phones. Because if they were Jewish, they were going to pay the price. And, and, and I want to be clear here. You know, if you back a, you know, I live in a very rural area, a lot of animals, right? So if I see a coyote in the pasture and I start walking towards it, that thing is gone. It doesn't want nothing to do with me. But if I take that same coyote and I walk into it and it's in the barn and I decide to corner it, it's going to try to tear me apart. And, and so what I'm saying is if, if, our, if our motto is to just crush people and make them live in horrible conditions and, and give them nothing and they have no hope for life, what do you think they turn into? What would you turn into? If you barely had anything and you had no direction in life and you had no way to get a goal and reach it and you were just you want to talk about oppression. And this is all over the world. We have it in all over the world. There are societies that have nothing. You know, we, we see it in in Africa where they're living in box huts. They have no food. Should that really be the case? Should it? Or does that mean the people in power in those places take everything for themselves and don't give a shit about humanity? And see, that's why that's why empires always fall. Because its focus becomes on money and power instead of love and humanity. Yeah, and that's why you're seeing a lot of those African nations sign on with Russia. Absolutely. They they want some kind of future. Yep, the the U.S. has drained them dry, and they're sick and tired of being 
you know, just uh, use for their resources and their, you know, their oil and their gems and everything else they have over there. And Russia stepped up and said, hey, we'll give you the protection and we will make you part of BRICS and we will move you towards where you need to be moved towards. And not saying that Russia's the good guy in all this, but they're trying to do what they can to get what they need and give give those people some kind of hope anyways. Well, and every every you know nation is going to try to preserve itself. I mean, right, that self-preservation is a human instinct. I hope that everybody has. I'm starting to question that in a lot of people. It seems more like they're on a suicide mission. Um, I believe in, I believe in Gaza. Uh, I may have posted this. I did post it. I don't know if it's still up because I get my shit taken down all the time. But um, uh, I want to say I, I just found that they, uh, they they discovered the second largest um, lithium mine there in the world. I want to say that. I want to say that. Hmm. I, have to, I can't I can't look at it while I'm talking to you because it'll it'll cancel our podcast. <laughs> right. But but I want to say that's I want to say that's true. Or, and and I, I I believe that's true. Um, I so heard it, that as well. So yeah. So and I mean it, there was articles written about it back in March. So why would they write articles back in March if it wasn't true? Right. Yeah. So, um, it, it, again, if they're telling us the truth, hell, who knows? <laughs> but I, I think that's a lot more believable than this, this attack that happened on Israel. And I'm not saying the attack isn't believable. I'm saying the way it happened is mind blowing. That one of the most, I, I remember watching another IDF, former IDF gal, and she said that when they worked um, on the border and they sat and watched the video screens, they weren't even allowed to look left or right while they were watching the screens. They must stay focused on the screen at all times. So you're telling me they go from that kind of intensity security so just everybody took the day off. And I also heard that that music event was supposed to be somewhere else. And they moved it at the very last minute. Right on the other side of the border. I heard the same thing. Right. And we've seen that there have been many, 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 many fake pictures on both sides. Yeah. Especially the bombing of the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have seen some shit where it looks like a plane shot something above the hospital. I've seen where the rocket, you know, uh, you know, malfunctioned. But but doesn't that raise a question to humanity as this? What the hell's going on? And then who gets affected by this? Does Netanyahu? No. Does Joe Biden? No. Does your brother that's serving in the United States Marine Corps that's getting shipped over there right now, does he? Absolutely. And I'm so sick of seeing us average Joes fighting each other because we're the only ones that are going to pay the price for this. The elites have been doing this and planning this 
for decades. And they're now injecting their plan at full force on high speed. And the only people that are suffering are the average people. Yep. You know, and I think the whole thing with the ousting of McCarthy was all tied to this because of the, the timing. I believe this is another distraction that Biden needed for his administration because he's under fire with all the shit tied to Hunter. And this is this another way that Netanyahu can get into Iran and invade Iran. Which he's been wanting to do for a very long time. Correct. So, so has America. Yep. And to further your, your thought process there, because people are going to go, oh, that doesn't have, I mean, it, well, the timing sure was convenient. Yeah. And while there was no speaker, we were able to send aid packages, military, planes, personnel, strike the force groups without having to vote for it. And then on top of that, you know, it's like this new guy comes in, Mike Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can't get Jim Jordan in there, which is, and uh, let me back up. <laughs> let me back up for Q people, right? What happened to Trump becoming Speaker of the House and impeach, impeaching Biden and Harris and then becoming president? Right. What, hap- what happened, folks? Because that I've been hearing for two years. Two years. I've been hearing it. That's exactly what's going to happen. And there was a moment in time that that there could, for the taking. it was right there. And what did he say? I nominate Jim Jordan, who failed. Huh. Seems interesting to me. And then here comes Mike Johnson. Bible in hand. And he's like, I believe in the Lord, which is fantastic. And I believe that we support Israel because it's biblical. Well, by golly, there we go again. Isn't that working out well? So now you got all these Christians that are that are. And and let me let me make sure I say this very bluntly. Half ass Christians. Y'all are out getting drunk at bars on Saturday night. You're fornicating. You're sitting out your ass. You go to church on Sunday sometimes if you're up to it, and then you, and then you, I guess you think you're going to get a free ride. I don't know. And I'm not a, I'm not a good Christian either, so definitely don't take it that, that way. I'm talking about myself as well. Because I don't believe that, I believe in spirituality. I believe there's a God. I don't believe all this, all these different religions. I just don't. Sorry. I believe that we, are God conscious. I believe that we are God. I believe that we should be acting like that, but we're not. But anyway, so all of a sudden now, everybody's a Christian. And all of a sudden now, they're standing behind Israel. And I just I just have a hard time swallowing a pill that God is telling us to back the annihilation of 2.3 million people. Men, women, children, elderly, babies, toddlers, eight-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 10-year-olds. You're telling me that's biblical? 
I just, I just can't buy it, man. I just can't, I can't, I can't buy what they're selling. And you know, does that put a target on me? Hell, I'm sure. I'm sure it does, but we're all going out of this world soon. Or a lot of us are, but I damn sure ain't going to be a coward about it. I'm damn, you're not going to back me down. I promise you that. You can say whatever the hell you want. You can do whatever you, it's not going to happen because we're all on our way out or a majority of us are. And you're not going to get me to bend. You're not. Yeah, it's very soon. It's it could be within days. And I think we're. I do really, truly believe that we're in the we're in the last hour of this world as we know it, and it will forever change. And when it does, everybody's life changes. Now, what does that mean fully? I don't know. Does that mean we're going to wipe out the existence of the majority of the globe and help the elites get their depopulation? More than likely, it seems that way. Because we as common people can't look at each other and say we're being manipulated, we're being tricked, we're being lied to. We know our media flat out lies to us, and then people are still believing it. Are you kidding me? You questioned the government before with COVID. And now you believe every fucking thing they say about this war? Are you serious? Are you that naive? Are you that lost? Are you that short? You have short-term memory loss? I am just blown away by how society is acting. I am just the ignorance, the incompetence, the short-sightedness, the short-term memory, and, and, and the... Man, people, I don't know if you feel the same, but I feel like people are bloodthirsty. Yep. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you this. And I and I and I I hope there's some some folks that, that really hear this. You think you're ready for war. You think you are. And if you look at some of these pictures of these. And, and this is how I want you to, to understand it. If you look at some of these pictures and videos of both sides, Israel and Hamas, did you not see the sheer terror in those people's eyes? Did you not see some of those videos on Gateway Pundit where they were throwing grenades down into shelters while there was 20 and 30 people in there? Did you not See the look in their eyes. Because if you didn't pay attention to that, you need to go back and you need to look at that. Because that's what war is. Yeah, war, my thing is go ahead. My thing is, the people that were buying the Ukraine war, why, why didn't we see any video of daily war and ukraine with russia but we're seeing it every single day between israel and hamas yeah 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 i i agree wake up to the fact that the media will fucking lie to you they mm -hmm. have been they have been doing this for a long time now the thing that people in this country better wake up to is do you think taking our military and sticking fifteen thousand plus of these strike teams out there do you think that the that there's not going to be a chance that we're going to be drawn into this war? 
Well, first of all, you know, I, I did. You saw the part. Uh, did you see the the Tucker Carlson? Which, by the way, I'm not saying he knows it all. And matter of fact, I think he's just he's just like. And I know this is going to get it get under some skins, but it's all part of it, folks. The division yep. is all part of it. You do not get into politics, media, acting, anything unless they let you. Period. That's why you see some people that may go out and they may do a movie or do a TV show and then all of a sudden you never see them again because they found out what that shit really is. And they want a zero part of it. Right? Right. Okay. So <laughs> Tucker's part of it. I know that's going to ruffle some feathers, but he is to create the, you know, I believe he's to create the far right side. And then you got the people that create the far left side, like Ilhan, Omar, and all, blah, blah, blah. Everybody plays their part, right? To create the division. United we stand, divided we fall. It's not a cliche, but we think it is. Um, anyway, my, my, I, don't, I don't even know where we were going with that. But, oh, it, it was the, uh, the colonel. Uh, my mind's going blank, so I can't remember his name. Um, he, is a, he is a combat colonel, which means he served many, many years uh, uh, overseeing combat in, uh, in uh, Afghanistan and Iraq and all that. And then he's also been a colonel in the suit in the White House, right? So he's he's been on both sides of the battlefield and the political side, right? If you did not see, now, do I think he plays a part in it? I don't. I think this is a guy that got into the military for the right reasons. And then he got to see both sides, the political side and the battle side, right? If you just look at the way his demeanor was, either that or he was he is a badass actor, one of the two, but I don't believe that. Um, he, you could see the, the concern and you could hear the rattling in his voice. And he said, we are in trouble. He said, the military is the weakest it's ever been since 1991, I believe he said. And, and I, I mean, saying that and saying in 1991, we had the strongest military on the globe. Um, he says that it's it, it's the weakest it's ever been. I mean, we're, we're we have our military focusing on climate change and pronouns instead of combat readiness. We've right. had a majority of our military, uh, not majority, a, a lot of people have gotten out. Uh, they had 8000 people kicked out for uh, not taking the jab. And 42 of them have returned. We have really bad recruiting issues. Nobody wants to get in to the point of, I saw some legislation the other day they're trying to pass where we can put illegal immigrants in our military. Now, folks, if you're waiting for the military to save you, no offense, but you're a fool. Our military has been beaten down. The morale is down. The recruiting is down. The exiting is at an all-time high. And we're focused on pronouns and climate change. We have 1.2, I believe, military, uh, 1.2 million active service members and about 300,000 are combat ready. China has 2 million. You know how many are combat ready in China? About one point eight, about one point eight million, because the rest of them are the older guys, right? But they're—I bet those older guys would still be alive. Then you have Russia, who has one point something million. Then you have India, 
a million. Then you have, a, right? So we're over here poking all these countries that outnumber the shit out of us. Well, they don't know what we got. We're America. You think they ain't got shit? You think they haven't been developing shit? You, you think we're so much fucking smarter than Russians? I mean, if we are, then how the hell did they just hack our Department of Defense emails and just got access to 900,000 emails if we're so fucking smart? Like, some people are so detached from reality. It is, it is mind-boggling. Yeah, it's, and, and, it's, it's a... And you think when this shit pops off, you're going to be able to call 911? Because I talked to several law enforcement. And you know what they said? When this shit hits, we're going home. And we're going to defend our house. So the only person that you can count on is the person that you look at when you brush your teeth in the morning. And hopefully you got some fucking neighbors that you've already talked to, that y'all are already coming up with, with, with ways to protect yourself and ways to feed yourself and ways to get water because the whole system crashes when this happens. The whole system crashes. You're not going to be able to turn on the heater on your central heating unit with no power. You're not going to be able to get water out of your faucet that isn't being pumped by electricity <laughs> from, the, from the water municipality because there's no electricity. You're not going to be able to get any water. You're not going to be able to run to the grocery store because they'll be raided within hours of shit popping off. That'll be the first thing that people hit. Yep. That'll be the very, one of the very first things hit will be all groceries and, and supplies. So this false reality that you're living in thinking that this isn't coming here is a fool's reality because it's already here about 20 million of them and we have no idea how many of them are sleeper cells we have no clue my god we yeah. have 12 active terrorists running around in our or is it 24 12 or 24 running around in our country right now that we don't know where they're at and you say we're not at war. You say that we're not involved. You say that it's not going to affect us here. I almost really, truly also really renegade, man. I wish I could live in that reality, dude. Yep. And to a sense, because I, I mean, living in our reality kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. You know? And um, these people that are just, you know, people are like, Who's playing? Who's playing on? Who's playing on Monday Night Football? Who's going? You want to go to the game? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm -hmm. The status of this country, the delicacy of World War Three being at the drop of a dime, and fucking people are worried about who's playing football. Oh, oh, what was it with the Romans? They said right. Yeah, the Colosseum. <laughs> Let's distract the people yeah. with games. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what's the what's the saying? They they say it. You know, you you just basically you feed them and you give them a show, and then they'll obey. You know, and I and I look at this and I think, golly, man, people. Somebody asked me the other day who was playing Monday Night Football, and I really this was this was 
bad. I just went off on him. I'm like, are you, are you, are you effing stupid? Like you really get, you really care about that? Um, which just makes it more terrifying because I just don't see how you can live in this current time, see what is going on and think about football or what the fuck is on TV. Hell, I'm losing my I'm losing my ability to eat food sometimes because I'm just so my gut's so raw. And I uh I'm just I'm I'm just blown away that as society we're 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 a, a big chunk is missing this. And I feel sorry for him because when this thing pops off, I didn't say if, I said when, and probably, like I said, within a couple of days, maybe weeks, if we're lucky, you know, going to lose a lot of people I know, a lot. Yeah, it's going to be quite a, quite a bit, and that'll be a, quite a shock to a whole lot of people. I mean, man, it's family, friends acquaintances i'm gonna lose you know when i really sit and think about it, i'm gonna lose a vast majority and uh that is just man like this isn't a game this isn't some video game this isn't some tv show this isn't a fucking movie and you know i guess we've we've we've, we've gone 70 years without a conflict so the the few old folks that are left that are trying to tell us what the hell are y'all doing? Do y'all have any idea what you're doing? And nobody's listening. No, oh, they're just old. They don't know what they're talking about. We're weak. We are weak. We're obese. We're in debt. We're depressed. We're popping pills to stay alive. We're in the worst health than almost every other country in the fucking world. And yet we're ready. We're America. We're ready. No. No, we're not. Unfortunately, a lot of people are going to find out just how ready we are. Um, just because we can't stop the intra-fighting of the lower and middle class society to understand that not only are we going to suffer the most, but we're going to do their fucking dirty work for them. And then the ones that are left more than likely will suffer as just fucking slaves or poor ask people with nothing and that to me is I don't understand how that's so hard to see um, and how that's so hard to grasp but uh, apparently it is well for me you know the the thing of this is and where I was trying to take with our military being sent over there is we ship our military out of this country one more time what do you think is going to happen with all these sleeper cells in this country? <laughs> when all of our military is out of country, who's going to be there? It's mm-hmm. going to have to be the American people. And do you think all of the American people are going to stand up to these sleeper cells that are embedded in our communities? No. There's going to be the ones of us that actually will stand up, but we're a few and far between. Right. And we can only do so much. But while the people in this country want to continue to live out this woke fucking dream that the fucking TV is telling them that, you know, just, you know, go ahead and 
be okay with having a tranny, you know, teaching your kids or, you know, we're going to have, you know, uh, limited uh, medical for you because, you know, in order to go see a doctor now, you have to pretty much give up an arm and a, and a leg to fucking go to the hospital anymore. Yep. Um, what do you think is going to fucking happen? If you are not prepared, you have not been listening to people like Harley, you haven't been listening to me or Lambo or any of the people that have been out here for years talking about this shit, when it hits your doorstep, what are you going to do? You're not going to well, do anything. I, you know what's crazy when you say that is uh, how many times have you heard that? When, when they get to my doorstep, they ain't going to like what they see, right? You heard, I mean, I've heard right. that. God, I can't even count. I can't even begin to fathom how many times I've, I've heard that. Well, let me just put it. Let me throw something into perspective. <clears throat> Let's say you live in a rural area, right? Because that's what you're saying. When they come to your house, you got them. You're going to wipe their ass out. Okay. You got, I got thousands of rounds. I got, I got me this gun. I got me that gun. I'm going to take their ass out. Right. Okay. So now I want you to put that into perspective. So there's you, let's say you, your wife knows how to shoot. You got your two kids there. You taught them how to shoot. So you got four people. They got four guns. They got, they got ammo for them guns. Let's say you're, let's say you're ready. 250 people converge on your house and you all have 30 round clips. And let me do, let me just take this to one, one, one fantasy a little bit further. Every shot fired kills somebody. Okay. So you have 30 times four, which is 120. So you wiped out 120 of them out of 250. How many does that leave left? 130. So as you're reloading that mag, the 130 mob breaches your house through windows, doors, kicking them in, so forth. Say you get the mags reloaded, you start emptying them out, you might get you a few more before they finally get to you. Now, how fucking effective is that? Right. Did you survive? Did your family survive? See, the problem is we're all individuals, and that's all we're focusing on is ourselves and our house. You haven't gone to your neighbors. You haven't talked to them. You haven't put a game plan in. You haven't practiced. You have nothing, nothing, nothing. You're just getting up, going to work, going to the restaurant, watching the football games, watching your TV shows, thinking if it comes to your doorstep, you're going you're gonna to fuck them up. I mean, how did it work for the people when Hamas breached their deal? Right? And, and, and we all know that Israel, by the way, I forgot to bring this up earlier. Israel had been at odds with its government for like 10 months. They've been protesting every single weekend. And I believe that most of them had gotten rid of their guns in Israel. And, and I don't know the full extent of this, but I can't re recall it all. But basically it was do because the government said we got you so look how that worked out so my, my point being is that you know if a mob of 100 people 200 300 400 people show up to your house you're not going to win no and 
And you're not even taking in consideration that a lot of these motherfuckers would be Molotov cocktailing your house if you're boarded up in your house. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know the government has certain people on list, so they will have predator drones that they could utilize to bomb your fucking home. Absolutely. Or that uh, I mean, we found out, you know, that laser thing they got now. Isn't it funny yeah. that they, they, they said they've never had any they they always deny the laser thing for fires, and then and then the USS uh, Ford Gerald Ford goes over there, and the first thing out of their mouth is like, "Hey, guess what? We got this new badass laser on this motherfucker. <laughs> Shoot anything out of the sky." And you're like, "Oh wow, you don't have a laser that'll start a fire, but you got one that'll shoot a plane out of the sky." Wow, that's interesting. And uh, yeah. you know, most of the people miss that. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's let uh, let's just be let's just be Real frank. Unfortunately, sadly, humanity once again had an opportunity to come together and form a union, not out of power, but out of love and hum- uh, humankind and humanity and, and, and love and, and, you know, making sure everybody's involved. But they chose the same path that the Romans, the Greeks, that all the big empires have done, which is the select few, the 1%, get 90% of the money. And then this always happens. Well, here we are again. And if you don't think you're, if you don't understand that we're not any different from any society or civilization from the past, once again, you're a fool. And I guess that I mean directly. Because uh, those empires fall because the greed is never uh, the greed never stops and the the top is never enough. No, because once you get to the top, then what? You know, it's like I tell people if you if you're worth okay, so if you're you're, you're Bill Gates, you're worth five hundred billion dollars. You can have anything you want, anything, 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 right? Anything. Can you imagine that? You just wake up in the morning, you go, hey, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to go buy a yacht today. You put on your shoes, you jump in your Prius. Isn't that what you're on? You go, to, you go down to the yacht shop, and you look at a $400 million yacht. You go, yeah, I'll take that. And uh, by the way, give me a crew. I need somebody to drive this thing, serve me food wash my clothes, make my bed, and uh, I'll be back around 7.30 to hop on this fucker. That's the kind of money they have, and that's not being facetious. That's legitimate. Mm -hmm. And then you can also go to other countries and say, well, you need to build your bridges taller so I can get my fucking yacht through there. Yep, 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 yep. And then, so you say to yourself, fuck, that's boring. What's next? What's next? Well, I, I, I've got the money to do anything I want. What about the power? These people are power hungry. And the fact that 8 billion people know who they are, well, a majority, and they just sit back and let them do it, is the most mind-blowing thing to me about this whole entire existence of me, me existing on this planet. This is the one thing that's happened in my life 
that has just jarred me where I cannot, I cannot comprehend how we're here and we know who they are and we're letting them do it and we're watching them do it. And we're just staring at our window going, well, what the fuck did we do? I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, you know, and then the, the, the million dollar question, well, what are we supposed to do? You know the answer to that. You know the answer to that. But apparently we're just not willing to do it. Now, do you believe that people like Gates and Musk and Bezos, they are just front men for these people? A thousand percent. So, you know, the whole thing for the we know who the elitists truly are. Right. Um, you got the, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, uh, 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 you know, th- those different deals. And then you got your Soros and your Gates and your, you know, your Elons. And uh, yeah, I'm going to throw another one in there. Trump's. <laughs> yeah. You got those people in there that are given ridiculous amounts of money to sell their soul and do the dirty work. And then they're protected. Until they're not like Epstein. Yep. Right. And see, what's crazy about it is, you know, it's just like athletes and movie stars. They're all used. They're all used. And the crazy thing is what they don't understand is when this thing gets whittled down, whatever that means, 10 years, 7 years, 50 years, 15 minutes. Fuck, I don't know. You know, whenever it gets whittled down. Whoever's left, you will bow to a master or you will be taken out. You will do whatever you're told or you will be eliminated. And it will not make a fuck who you are unless you're one of those 13 bloodlines. 100%. And that means Gates, Oprah, The Rock, Trump, all of them. They will be bowing to them, doing whatever they tell them to do, or they will be eliminated. Because you have to remember one very simple thing. All. Many of you who have been listening to this podcast know I support an organization called Change Unchained. Now, Change Unchained is a 501c3 anti-human trafficking organization. Now, this is ran by Troy and Tiffany. They have a burn-it-down ranch where they have tiny homes on the ranch for the victims. The victims receive their aftercare and life skills and the things they need to be turned back over into society. Now, we are needing to build more tiny homes. So, we need you to make a donation or you can go to changeunchained.com. Make the donation there, or you can also purchase any kind of merchandise like the hats, the shirts, the hoodies, uh, the things that they have on their shop. Those proceeds will go towards the tiny home and to the victims. Also, you can go to innermugs.com where they have collaborated with Change Unchained to do a Change Unchained Tumblr and Burn It Down Tumblr. The purchase of those, the proceeds will go towards the tiny home and the victims. So we need to put an end to human trafficking and please support Change Unchained. One, one simple thing is that we have to understand is that 
every single euro, peso, dollar, yen, yang, twenty twenty. It doesn't matter. It all belongs to thirteen bloodlines. In some form or fashion, it goes through their hands, whether it's going through the banks, a corporation, it does not matter. They own every country because every country is in debt. Every single country in the world is indebted to 13 families. And you can't live your life in this society without money because you can't even live on a piece of land without having to pay the taxes. So I don't care if you own everything to your name, you own a piece of property outright and you owe nobody, nothing. Your cars are paid off, everything. If you want to eat, and you're not growing and you're growing your food, okay. But you're still gonna need pesticides to get rid of bugs if you do that, or essential oils to put on your plants to do that, or it doesn't fucking matter. Or you're gonna have to pay somebody taxes to live on that piece of land. Nobody is free. Nobody can live without this system, which is money. And 13 families control it all in every fucking country, which means every citizen owes them, period. So there's only two ways that this happens. One is they continue to take full control and let general society eat itself, wipe out a majority of it, and then take over what's left. Or all of a sudden, seven billion people stand up it may start one by one, but within days, the whole society stands up and says, mm -mm, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We're not going to feed into your system. We know that this system is going to break. We know that millions of people will die. And in that process, so their dying does not go in vain, we will restructure our societies to make sure everybody is taken care of to make sure everybody has what they need and start back with love and humanity. But bar none, millions of people are going to die either way. The question is, are millions or billions going to die? Their way, billions are going to die. Us yeah. coming together, millions are going to die. So there is no... There is no unscathed way out of this, but, no, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we need to figure it out and figure it out fast. And if not, it's, it's a, it's a wrap. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and, and just to, you know, again, to say this, man, this is, this is not fear mongering. You know, I hate, I hate when I hear that you fear mongering, you fear mongering. No, I'm, I'm talking about, cold hard reality that is staring you in the face that you're choosing not to listen to because you're afraid and i'm telling you you should be afraid i'm afraid and if you aren't afraid you're a liar you're a flat out liar or you have a mental condition 
that doesn't allow you to feel fear, which is true, that exists, just like there's ones that keep you from feeling empathy, which is what serial killers usually have. But my point being is you either should be scared or you're lying to yourself or you have a, a mental incapacity to do so. And I'm telling you right now, I'm scared. I'm scared for me. I'm scared for my family. But more importantly, I'm really scared for my family and friends because they haven't come to reality check with this and they haven't come to acceptance. The sad thing is, you know, I sit often throughout each day and I just tell myself this is the way it has to be. You just have to accept it. You're probably going to die. Everyone you love is probably going to die. And unfortunately, it's just how it's going to be. I have to talk to myself like that, which is insanity to me, to get my mind right. Because let me tell you something for, for all you folks that are so ready for war to pop off. You know, when you go to boot camp, they tear you down. Why do they tear you down? Because they build you back up. And when they build you back up, they take a lot of emotion out of you. You know, that's why when we get home from boot camp, we're little, little assholes, right? Because we don't have any emotion. And then they do that because they need you to not fear. But you ask every veteran that's ever stepped foot on a battlefield if he was scared. And the answer is yes. Now, you also need to take into consideration, which is, which is and I'll, I'll wrap it up because I, I know we're getting there, but um, you also have to take into consideration. I, 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 and I saw this on a video, um, and it really just struck me hard. The guy says, you, I don't remember what he was saying at the beginning. You know, he was, he was uh, I don't know if he was Hamas or what, or, or just Muslim. I, I didn't. It didn't. It was at I think the airport, so he could have could have just been Palestinian. I don't know, but anyway, he was he was from. He, I don't think he was Hamas uh, directly, but he said, "You folks are afraid to die, but we know our life truly begins when we die." That means they're not afraid to die. In fact, they only think they live through dying. Mm-hmm. That's when Allah, you know, accepts them and, and gives them um, their eternal life. And that's what they believe. And, 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 you know, Christians and stuff, you know, believe that, too, that we, you know, go to eternal life and we and we and we live live out forever in this beautiful kingdom. And, you know, I, I get all that. But they're ready to rock. They're ready to rock. They're in our country. They're marching all over the world. You're seeing tens of thousands of people march in France and Germany and Russia bombarding airports. They're ready to rock. Are you? And I mean, and I don't mean do you got your PPUs and you got your ammo and you got your MREs. I mean, are you ready for that psychological mindfuck? Are you ready to watch people that you love? unimaginable things happen to them. Are you ready? Are you truly ready? Is your mind right and ready? Or when that starts happening, are you going to turn into a popsicle 
because the sheer terror of what's coming will lock your bones and your muscles. And that's and that's and that's what I mean. Just having those conversations daily with myself is because I know I got to have them daily, or otherwise I'm going to freeze up. Because if you watch some of these videos that we're seeing in Israel and Palestine, look. And I'm sorry, Gaza. Look at the terror in these people's eyes. Even the people that believe life begins after death, and like in, in Gaza. You're seeing some of these videos and these pictures. These people are begging for mercy. They're begging for it to stop. They're sitting in the middle of rubble, crying, praying to, 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 to Allah. They're begging for mercy. So picture yourself sitting in that exact spot and then ask yourself, are you really ready for that? And that's one so thing. I know I... I've, been, I've been babbling, but <laughs> sorry, man. <I> just, <laughs> you're, you know. you're good. To, you're good. But the thing that I always tell people about being prepared, it's not just about having the physical things like food, water, guns, ammo. Mm -hmm. You better be mentally prepared and emotionally prepared because you're mm -hmm. going to have to see things and do things that you would normally never think that you would have to do. Mm -hmm. So you best sit. Do you, do, you, do you think people really understand that statement? No, I don't think they do. And I think the ones that are they're calling on going to war or whatever have no fucking clue. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have the military background like our veterans do, but I do have that work, you know, five and a half years in an emergency room and I've seen what fucking trauma is. Mm, mm, mm. So I have it already embedded in my head that what I'm seeing in the hospital is going to be about a thousand times worse than what I'm going to mm. see on a battlefield. And isn't that crazy because the stuff that you experienced there, I mean, I'm sure there were nights that you just went home and were like, fuck, can I keep doing this? Yeah, and that's why I got out working in the emergency room. Mm -hmm. how, many, how many more times can you see babies die or uh, see kids drown or see somebody get shot or somebody get stabbed or somebody fall into uh fall off a fucking radio tower somebody get crushed by a uh, press machine you know mm. that that's the kind of shit you just you don't anticipate seeing and something you see every fucking day it takes a toll on you and let me ask you this it, what was the you know i mean i know that i know the people falling off a tower you know getting crushed by those are those are horrible right yeah but those are those are accidents right those right. that's that's somebody not paying attention, you know, being careless or whatever. And I'm, and I'm not taken away from it by any stretch. I mean, it's, it's right. horrible. But what was what was the hardest things that you saw? Like the ones that really kept you up at night where you were like, why? Why? Like what, uh, what, what were some of those experiences? Uh, one of the first traumatic things I've ever seen was a man take a 12-gauge shotgun, stick it in his mouth and shoot himself. He lived for he lived for eleven minutes. He lived just like a couple minutes from the hospital, and they walked him through the door, and you know he had brains spilling out the back of the fucking gurney mm. as he's coming through the emergency room door. Um, mm. Just just having to deal with that. Um, had a young kid that was in a motorcycle accident, didn't have a helmet. He was going ninety miles an hour and hit a deer. Mm. Got. Got thrown 470 some odd feet down the road. Oh. Uh, you had a, 
uh, two children that uh, they weren't actually brought into the emergency room, but I have friends out in the uh, sheriff's department that were showing me crime scene photos, but uh, two kids that the stepfather had taken and bound them, took uh, gasoline, poured it all over them, set set firecrackers up their private parts and set them on fire. Oh, wow. Uh, shit like you know, that. If, that. If you really think about that stuff, that, that, is, that, is, that is some of the most horrific sides of reality and humanity, right? Yeah. And, and, and would you say, would you, like that, like that particular thing right there, the last one you just talked about, you know, uh, you, you sit and think about like number one. How in the world could a father do that to? How could a human do that to another human? How could a man do that to children? How could a father do that to his own children? Like that is just un, unimaginable. But you know what you said a minute ago is when war happened. It's that times a thousand and at a rapid pace. And every 10 seconds, you're seeing it. You're hearing it. It's happening. So <laughs> when, when you're out there cheering for a country to go to war, you're asking for one human to annihilate another one. And I don't know how we can, stand, how, how we can ask for that in, in any way. Unless, you know, that human is trying to annihilate us, right? right? And so it becomes this perpetual wheel, right? Who, who's in the right? Who's in the wrong, right? So if somebody comes to your house and they're trying to break in and, 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 un- and, and kill you, then you have the right to defend yourself. But do you think you're going to feel great about it when you take another human's life? You think you're going to be like... Hell yeah, they try breaking up. Or do you think you're going to sit up at night and be like, man, why did that fucking guy do that? Why did he pick my house? Why did I have to be the one to shoot him? Why did I, you know, and, and I think that's the fantasy land part that people live in is they think it's just, they just think it's not going to be any big deal. Yeah, they think they're going to be able to do it and it's just going to go away. It's not going to go away. You're going to relive it every single night of your life. I mean, you talk, you talk about knowing, you know, you look at all these veterans, you look at all these people that have to go to war. What do they come? Do they come back and they're just fine? Fuck no, man. These people come back and they're homeless. 70,000 homeless veterans in this country. Is that because they came back and they were super excited about what they did and everything worked out perfect and they're, they're, they look back at what they did and it was all okay and it was, no, man, this shit fucks with people's brains. Why? Because you can't commit insane acts of violence on other people and it not have some effect on you. And, and I just, I just, how did we get to the point where we're cheering spectators for other people to rip each other apart and never think that acting like that wasn't going to backfire on us at some point? Correct. Because folks, I can tell you this, <laughs> we're about to backfire everything everywhere is about to lose it and if you think that you're going to book a trip to somewhere it's not happening there is nowhere it's not happening this uprising is happening globally they're taking to the streets 
they're promising if it doesn't stop, there's going to be hell to pay. And, uh, you know, sadly, I think we kind of live in hell, to be honest with you. I used to think that heaven and hell were, were two different places. And I don't know, man, this just feels like hell, you know, it truly does. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to say, uh, uh, I want to bring up something real quick um, and then we'll wrap it up because I know that uh, um, we've been on for a while, but I watched a video. I'm going to, I'm going to repost it. It'll probably get taken down though. But um, this lady explains about the Zodiac signs, about the Rockefellers, how it's in front of their building in New York, how they live at 1717 uh, West Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, and uh, they, they've got the symbolism on their building. And then uh, she goes back to show some some stuff. And let me tell you, I, I know I know immediately that Christians have already turned me off because I, I talked about zodiac signs and I'm about to talk about astrology. But isn't it weird that you can read in the Bible all the times so that it talks about the stars, the astrology, and all that stuff, and yet you turn around and say you can't look at it or or interact with it because it's sinful. Right. I mean, didn't didn't three three wise men find out where Jesus was? Based on based on astrology, they, they were able to determine where he was going to be born. And that's where he was born. If you if you believe it, I mean, if you believe the Bible. Right. So that's what they said. So how could it be evil now? But anyway, fast forward. Uh, these these certain planets are lining up. They're lining up on the third, which is the day after tomorrow. These planets. The last two times they've lined up, because you know the, the elitists are symbolic, right? They're, they're very symbolic. Yep. And their rituals are very, very important to them. And their rituals are very uh, tied into uh, astrology. Um, and uh, I believe uh, she said in there that uh, billionaires, I mean, millionaires, use something uh i can't remember what it was but and then she said and then he said billionaires use astrology so uh anyway these planets lining up uh the last time they were lined up like this was uh 9 2001 and uh before that was uh 1963 the assassination of kennedy so uh, just just something to think about if you're uh, I, I believe wholeheartedly that that uh, as I as I've opened my mind up to this recently, that uh, it does have a lot to do with things. And um, we are definitely at the brink of something. And, uh, you know, I hate throwing I hate saying a date because. You know, how many dates have we had that we've never had happen? Yeah. Um, but this uh, this was pretty compelling. So I'll post it on uh, Harley Jackson 50 on uh, uh, TikTok. And, and um, you know, I guess we'll see it in, in about 48 hours. Uh, but hopefully it's uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, but it just means a major event. Um, but when you tie it to the way that. Uh, uh, this lady explains it. It's, it doesn't look like it's going to be a positive thing. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. Yeah, most definitely. I'll, I'll post it when I get off of here. And uh, she's got a couple of parts. If you go to her page, I believe there's two or three parts to it. And, if, you know, it's about 10 minutes each one. And it's 
extremely informative. And uh, I guess, you know, you can't really argue with, uh, you know, I'm tired of saying, you know, I'm not saying coincidences anymore because I, I, I firmly believe now there's no such thing. Um, you know, we, we've seen too many things now to say that things are coincidental. So um, I just thought it was extremely interesting and it, uh, you know, definitely made me know that I need to uh, uh, get a few more things done before, right. before Wednesday, you know, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, man, I, I just, uh, I, I hope somehow by the grace of God uh, that we each have in us that somehow we, uh, within the next few days, figure out that uh, we're not each other's enemy, man. We're not. I don't care if you live in, in Texas or Kansas or or I don't care if you live in America or Iran and you're just the common people. You're just the common people that are trying to shit make it. We're not the enemy of each other. No. We're all we're all want the same thing. We just want to live in peace. Be with the people we love, care about, and just just live a normal life. And uh, I sure hope we figure that out quick because it's about to get really unnormal. I agree, especially with it becoming election year coming up around the corner and everything. They they're showing their 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 hand. They show their playbook of what they're going to do. Yeah, sometimes they redirect and, and go opposite directions on some things that we think that's going to happen. But in the in the end, it's us versus them. Right. Well, I've, you know, I, I again, I, I really, I really wish that I believed that, you know, that the election's even going to make it. But it's not. I, 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 I don't feel I don't feel confident we'll make it to Christmas. Um without some major world events happening. And uh, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a fortune teller. I don't, I don't see visions. Um, but I will tell you, I feel it in my gut. And, uh, you know, there's been a few things that have happened that I've really felt coming down the pipe and they've happened. And that's, call it whatever you want, intuition, your gut. But virtually all of us, you know, can look back in our life and we can think of a time where our gut was talking to us and we let our, our heart and our mind lead us in another direction. And then we look back and we're like, shit, man, I knew it. 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 Why did I ignore that? And uh, if you don't feel that right now, I don't, I don't think you're in touch with reality. I really don't. I 100% agree. Well, Harley, it's been awesome having you on the show again. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, letting everybody know where they can find you at. Yeah, it's Harley Jackson 50 this time. Uh, I'm sure it'll be 51 or 52 or whatever's available on the next one. Uh, on TikTok, I'm really not on any other platforms. Um, and uh, again, I, I, I really do this because I, I hope <laughs> that if enough of us open our mouths, that our neighbor will lend an ear and then they'll realize that we aren't each other's enemy and we're not, um, we're not the ones that are doing the wrong, but if we don't stand up together and we don't find the love and unity with each other, then unfortunately, uh, you know, these sick bastards are going to get what they want. Absolutely. 100%. Well, thanks again for coming on the show and, you know, 
I really appreciate everything you do and, and, and the things you talk about. So, Yes, sir. I appreciate it, too. Thank you. All right, everybody. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. You can find the Kentucky Renegade on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter, but the easiest way is his link tree, which you can find in his bio. Please like, follow, share the show, and remember, be ungovernable.